Oklahoma faces a risk of fires today. I'm Michael Cross with the KOSU Daily on this Tuesday, April 4th, 2023. I'll have that. Plus, Tulsa school employees are getting pay raises, and the Oklahoma City Museum of Art is going digital. All that ahead on the KOSU Daily. Hi, this is Grayson Wheeler, KOSU's water reporter. I keep you informed on the latest news surrounding water quality and issues that spring up. And I want to bring you along on the ride. If you follow KOSU on Instagram at KOSU Radio, you'll catch some behind-the-scenes photos, videos, and more of my news gathering process. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on Instagram today at KOSU Radio. Much of Oklahoma is facing a high fire risk today. The National Weather Service is issuing red flag and high wind warnings for central, northern, and western Oklahoma with gusts reaching near 60 miles an hour. Meteorologists say a combination of the strong winds, low humidity, and warm temperatures will contribute to extreme fire behavior. Outdoor burning is discouraged as any fires developing could spread quickly. The Oklahoma Cattlemen's Association is urging producers to prepare for dangerous fire conditions. The Oklahoma Public Media Exchange's Becca Fountain has more. Jeremy Kinder is the owner and operator of 6K Ranch in Faxon, Oklahoma, about 20 miles southwest of Lawton. Kinder says there are multiple steps he's taking to keep his cattle safe. We're taking precautions where we, uh, the high forage areas where we try to keep cattle bunched up in a smaller, more accessible area. We also want to make sure that we've got some water stationed around in case of a fire outbreak. And then obviously just communicating with our neighbors and fellow cattlemen and cattlewomen. If they need something, to don't hesitate to give us a call and we'll come and run it. The Oklahoma Cattlemen's Association says if you see smoke, to call 911 immediately. And if you find yourself in the line of fire, remember your personal safety. In Lawton, I'm Becca Fountain. The U.S. and Mexico are approaching a deadline to resolve a dispute over Mexico's proposal to ban all genetically modified corn. Harvest Public Media's Katie Pikus reports. Mexico already bans imports of GMO corn for human consumption, and it plans to gradually ban GMO corn for livestock feed. The U.S. and Mexico are in talks and have until April 7th to reach an agreement, or the U.S. could file a formal complaint. Iowa State University agricultural economist Chad Hart says the U.S. is asking Mexico to provide the scientific reason behind banning GMO corn, something he says countries often do in trade disputes. If you're going to limit trade, you need to have basically a scientifically supported reason why that should be allowed to happen. Mexico imported nearly $5 billion worth of U.S. corn last year. I'm Katie Pikus, Harvest Public Media. Authorities arrest a suspect in connection with a shooting in Oklahoma City over the weekend. The Oklahoma Public Media Exchange's Hannah France has more. Three people were killed and three more were wounded in a shooting at the Whiskey Barrel Saloon in Oklahoma City on Saturday night. Among those killed were 38-year-old Francisco Tanahara and 29-year-old Eric Oberholzer. The third deceased victim has not yet been identified. Among the wounded was 34-year-old Tyler Myers, who was arrested for first-degree murder on Sunday after being released from the hospital. He is being held at the Oklahoma County Detention Center. 
According to the Oklahoma City Police Department, a fight between several biker gangs broke out inside the bar, resulting in multiple people exchanging gunfire. Police say the investigation is ongoing and more arrests are possible. I'm Hannah France. Tulsa school teachers and support staff are getting pay raises. According to the Tulsa World, the TPS board unanimously approved the increases to be applied retroactively to January 1st and begin appearing in employee paychecks in May. A $2 per hour raise is going to employees, including paraprofessionals, teachers assistants, bus drivers, cafeteria workers, and custodians. Along with the raises to educators, the district is increasing its contribution to the teacher's retirement fund starting next month. A monitored eagle's nest in eastern Oklahoma is seeing new life. The Oklahoma Public Media Exchange's Elizabeth Caldwell reports. Despite wind and wildfires over the weekend, a baby eagle hatched in a Bartlesville nest monitored by the Sutton Avian Research Center. Baby eagles remain with their parents for about 12 weeks, and the center is urging interested people to tune into its live cam to get a look at the baby bird in its element. As of Monday morning, there were two other unhatched eggs in the nest that the center says should be opening soon. The Sutton Avian Research Center has been working on bald eagle restoration since the 1980s. 80s and says there are now more than 300 active nests in Oklahoma. You can find the Bald Eagle live cam at suttoncenter.org. In Tulsa, I'm Elizabeth Caldwell. A museum in Oklahoma City is digitizing its art collection. The Oklahoma Public Media Exchange's Nick Daniels reports the endeavor will allow the museum to showcase its entire collection. The Oklahoma City Museum of Art is moving artwork into the digital realm. More than 4,500 works from the museum's permanent collection can now be viewed digitally online. Besides preservation, the move to digitize the collection offers more accessibility and increases the opportunity for research from others. The museum's director of collections and exhibits says typically museums can only display less than 10% of their collection at any given time, so the endeavor will allow visitors to see the museum's entire collection. To capture the art, the museum is using a special high-resolution camera that stitches together pictures to form a gigapixel image, allowing a digitized painting to be viewed down to the brushstroke level. In Oklahoma City, I'm Nick Daniels. And finally, from the KOSU events calendar, 101 Archer in Tulsa hosts Pandemic Politics and the Viral Underclass this Thursday, April 6th from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Using the HIV-AIDS, COVID-19, and monkeypox epidemics, the lecture will explain how pandemics are not driven by biology alone, but by social vectors such as racism, ableism, and the law. You can find the KOSU Daily wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. You can keep up to date on all the latest news throughout the day at kosu.org. And make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at KOSU Radio. This is the KOSU Daily, Oklahoma News, every weekday.